Hi, welcome to Tales and Treasures of Taiwan. This is a show about a multitude of cultural facets here in Taiwan, from religion to customs, festival to tourism, performing arts to indigenous culture, and of course, the culinary goodness of Formosa. It's your one-stop shop to all things Taiwan, and I'm your host Joey. 欢迎大家收听台湾文化新视野，我是主持人 Joey。台湾的民间工艺包罗万象，从篆刻到漆艺、刺绣到剪黏，各行各业的匠师们用他们的双手打造出最具有地方色彩和民俗意象的美术成品。每一门民间工艺都带着一套严谨的传统与师承，而这些大师们手上的文化技艺，在科技产品日新月异的二十一世纪，会面临什么样的挑战？这个月就让我们来谈谈台湾的民间工艺。Taiwan's folk arts are much more than artistic disciplines; they represent the colonial history and cultural memories of this immigrant-based nation. As technology advances exponentially in the 21st century, how will the craftsmanship of the old clash with the manufacturing ways of the new? This month. We'll talk about the folk arts of Taiwan, and for this week, we will explore the art of lacquer in Taiwan. Where did Taiwan inherit the art form? How is it done? And how to appreciate the making of a lacquerware? Qiyi 在台湾的发展跟我们的殖民历史息息相关。我们在哪里最常看到漆器？而漆器又是怎么制作的呢？这周我们邀请到的是易佑安漆工室的。For this topic, we invite Miss E of Yiyuan Lacquer Art Studio to tell us about the art of Taiwanese lacquerware. We today will talk about Taiwanese lacquerware's history and evolution. We know the oldest is from the Qing Dynasty. We say it's found in the Qing Dynasty. We have a Qing Dynasty. 木头的碗，然后内外都有上漆，这是我们现存就是知道最久。当然也有其他的人，虽然说更久之前在日本有发现什么弓啊什么这些，可能因为那些我还没有看到照片什么的，所以我们目前看到照片就是一个和木都时期的竹漆木碗。Okay. 然后像是大概各个朝代都有它其他的特色。然后我们后来漆器它其实是在汉代是达到一个鼎盛的，因为当时汉代前面是青铜器，可是因为漆器跟青铜器比起来，它比较轻，所以就是取代了青铜器。铜跟木头比起来，就是木头就轻巧很多，取代青铜器这是一个很重要的原因。哦，所以鼎盛主要是因为它使用价值比较高，嗯、因为它很轻。可是当然就是因为漆器它制作时间比较长，大概要两到三个月，所以后来的瓷。瓷器就烧窑烧很快，所以瓷器才会又在取代了漆器。漆器它其实它算是涂料，所以它是不能独自成器， right. 它一定要附着在某种胎体、某种材质上面。所以在青铜跟瓷中间的漆器，它是任何材质都可以算是漆器，只要是用同样的这种漆，对不对？对。可是，在当时主要是以木材为主。OK， 在汉代的时候。各个时代，它其实还有它，我们称作就是像是装饰技法这种螺钿啊，或是强金啊，或是描金的这种特色。然后，当然我们现在还有就是雕漆的这样子的做法。OK， 那现在，例如说近代的漆器有什么样的变化了呢？我们没有像中国或日本分工分到那么细，大家什么都有做啊。哦
，怎么怎么讲？呃，因为像假设是日本的话，其实有很多种不同的装饰技法，所以可能这个人他就是擅长做石绘的这个技法，或是擅长成金的这个技法。或擅长速修的这个技法，他们一个人是专精的一种技法，然后他们前面的我们还有专门是做木台的，或专门打底的，就是他们分工分很细。然后中国因为绝大多数是画平面类，他们把那个归到就是艺术类那边，所以可是他们前面就是在画的那个打底的部分，也就是有专门的人去做，然后你可以买到已经中途好的板子漆板回来，你就只要做上面的艺术表现的这种漆画。台湾跟中国或是日本相比的话，漆器在台湾算是比较冷门一点，因为我们从日据时代的最蓬勃发展之后，有一段细微的没落的时间，然后到现在在这几年，它又在重新的复苏起来。之前明清时期是有一些匠人、艺人来到台湾、嗯，可是最蓬勃发展就是日据时期，所以就是有没有称作一个是山中工，他总是很多日本人来台湾，然后开个料理店。然后后来就是他当然也成立一个，就是像是专门就是像是美术工艺学校教授这个技法，嗯嗯、然后变成就是我们当时称作是蓬莱图的这种东西。你刚刚讲的是山中宫，嗯，是哪三个字？哦，山高山的山，高山的山，嗯、中间的中宫就是你知道宫是哎对，宫的宫 ，OK， 山中宫这个人，嗯嗯，把算是把这个店带到了台湾，是不是？呃，七七在他这边蓬勃发展。他等于说，他有成立了一个像是台湾美术工艺学校。他一开始是为了他的料理厅要做一些那种配套的器皿，可是当后来他就是专门有成立这个学校，像是推广教授这个技法。他成立的这个美术工艺学校里面，就是出现了当时就是三个很重要的人物。这三个人物就往下的脉络往下延伸，然后变成是日本人来台湾，像观光啊或者工作什么之后要回到日本，他们会带伴手礼回去，所以他们就会买当地这边有。台湾特色的漆器回到日本去，所以它在这一段时间是会很蓬勃发展的。The most ancient piece of lacquerware dates back to the Neolithic era, located near what is now Zhejiang Province in China. Archaeologists unearthed a red lacquer-painted bowl from the site of the Hamudu culture, believed to have flourished more than seven thousand years ago. The popularity of lacquerware reached a pinnacle during the Han Dynasty, around 200 A.C. Prior to that, ancient Chinese mainly used the much heavier material bronze as the main ingredient for making artwork and household items. Lacquerware would later be replaced by porcelain, which was much easier to produce in mass quantity. Lacquer is a coating, though mostly applied to wood. It can be used on any surface for artistic or adhesive purposes. In Japan, lacquer art is divided into several disciplines, with craftsmen and women dedicating most of their years perfecting a specific part of the overall lacquering process. In China, lacquer art is mostly applied to painting or serve as the base layer of canvases. Although lacquer is a less popular art form in Taiwan nowadays, it enjoyed thriving development during the Japanese occupation era. A Japanese restaurant owner, San Zhonggong, is said to be the progenitor of Taiwanese lacquer art. At first, he simply needed a lacquerware manufacturing workshop for his establishment. But his continuous promotion of lacquer art led to the founding of an art school and nurtured some of the key contributors to the success of the art form in Taiwan. 
That's it for our conversation about the history of lacquer in Taiwan. Tomorrow, we'll talk about the steps to making lacquerware. This is another Tales and Treasures of Taiwan. I'm Joey. Have a good night. Music